This week on the Magnificently Huge Podcast, release the Snyder Cut. Welcome to the Magnificently Huge Podcast with your hosts, Eric Reed, Brian Kruger, and Chris Ryerson. Three idiots who decided to slap an adverb together with an adjective to bring you one magnificently huge discussion each week about the movies and pop culture we kind of like, maybe even secretly love, before we ultimately crab all over them. We're not here to save the world, we're just here to make it weirder, one podcast at a time. This is Magnificently Huge. Welcome everyone once again to the Magnificently Huge Podcast. My name is Brian, and this week we have an actual new movie to talk about, and by God, we're going to do it because clickbait. That's right, this week Zack Snyder's Justice League was released on HBO Max. Uh, Somehow... Enough internet fanboys made enough racket that Warner Brothers was like, boy, this movie was a real bomb. How can we get some of our investment out of it? Oh, we need subscribers for HBO Max. I've got it! And so they greenlit Zack Snyder's Justice League, which is a four-hour version of the 2017 theatrical release that was finished by Joss Whedon. Is it better? Is it worse? We're going to talk about it. So stay tuned for that. Check the show notes for timestamps. We've got a bunch of the fresh shit coming as well, including WandaVision and Falcon and the Winter Soldier. So we're hitting Marvel, too. As always, we're trying to grow the show. So please subscribe to the podcast, rate it on your podcast app of choice, share it on your social feeds. And if you want to reach out to us, you can find us on Twitter. We are at MagHuge, M-A-G-H-U-G-E. On Facebook, we're the Magnificently Huge Podcast. On Instagram, we're the Magnificently Huge Podcast. And you can email us show ideas, magnificentlyhuge at gmail.com. All right, Wonder Twin Powers activate. Let's do this thing. Where's Martha? Where's Martha? <laughs> Why did you say Martha? Martha! Martha! You're gonna kill oh, Martha! <laughs> Save Martha! No, wait, wait. We're doing the wrong movie. That's Batman 5 Superman. Uh, sure. Yeah. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Magnificently Huge Podcast, where we do the wrong movie. My name is Brian. This is Chris. My name is Eric. Wow. We did hey. that. Hey. Intros. Hey. It's good. Uh, I don't know about you, but uh, I'm exhausted from Zack Snyder's Justice League. <laughs> I am exhausted okay. for so many reasons, and yeah. Zack Snyder's, yeah, that is one of them. Yeah. I am just, <laughs> I feel like I've run a marathon in bare feet over tax. I can't I mean, wait that's... to discuss this. <laughs> I cannot. I, I, well, I know. Too bad. First, yeah. we have to do the fresh shit. This shit is fresh. Oh, shit. It is fresh. This stuff is really fresh. So first, before we get to Zack Snyder's Justice League, I want to hear Eric Reed's fresh shit. <laughs> oh, okay. So I went to a movie theater this week. Did you Yay! watch a movie? Or did you just did. go to the theater? Okay. I went Good. to the movie theater. And I sat down in it while a movie played on the big wall. What's that uh, like? That's weird. the movie. The movie was called uh, "The Courier" with okay. uh, Benedict Cumberbatch. Oh, okay. And I had popcorn, and the popcorn was really good. I forgot how good. Oh, popcorn. I'm so jealous. I was like, <laughs> God damn it! We were like, okay, we're gonna go to the movies, and we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna get popcorn, and. And their fountain wasn't working, so I couldn't get a soda. So it was just, just raw dog oh. popcorn. But Boo. it was a big thing. And it was just yummy. And like I was eating it in huge handfuls. And I was like, no, 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 slow down. So then I started doing it in kernels. I'm like, yeah, that's good too. And then I went back to the handfuls. <laughs> <laughs> so there was that. Uh, let's see. Then um, 
I, 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 uh, uh, WandaVision saw the end of WandaVision. Wait, 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 wait. You saw a movie. You going to talk about the movie oh, or fuck just no. the popcorn? I, oh, I did. I did. See, <laughs> yeah. see it's about, uh, it's about that memorable, the, uh, uh the movie. <laughs> yeah. The, the only thing I mean, memorable you, is the actor's first name and last yeah, name. Yeah. Yeah. The, if you want me to really get into it, it's, it's, it's got about the legs of, uh, an Amazon prime original feature. It should be on TV. Are you? Uh, it's okay. a, a true story of a spy in the 1960s who is just sort of a go-between between, between uh, uh, MI6, the CIA, and uh, a, 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 a source in the Soviet Union. And yeah, he, he, he does it. He almost gets caught. Then he gets caught. Then he spends time in, in a, a you know, Soviet jail for a couple of years. Then he gets out and... And somewhere in there, I went, oh, this is so great to eat popcorn. I just love <laughs> popcorn so much. So, it's not as good as I had hoped, but I think I may have like put too much emphasis on how much I was going to like the popcorn. So it couldn't live up to those expectations. No, no. Right? So and I get down Jones to like around it, the bottom yeah. of the popcorn and I'm like, I feel bad about this now. I shouldn't, I shouldn't have eaten all this popcorn when it wasn't the best possible popcorn, I'm going to put it down. And sometime after that, the movie ended. <laughs> so, yeah. Are, so are you mad Fantastic. that the, the, this is the first movie you've seen in like a year in the theaters? And it uh, was I was glad terrible? something was playing because I, I okay. looked at what was playing and it was fuck all. It was Wonder Woman 1984 still, <laughs> Tom and Jerry. Nice. Uh, oh, yeah. The Father. I don't even know what this movie is. I just know it's called The Father. And it's got that kind of look of... Uh, 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 members of the the academy, please remember the, the father, Gangunga. <laughs> so yeah, fuck them. All right. So anyway, you then you said Wandavision. Watch the end of Wandavision. Okay. Got all the way to the end. I loved loved the uh, the 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 Quicksilver. You're not the real Quicksilver thing that they did <laughs> yeah. with X Men. And, and then they yeah. they make that uh, like Beavis and Butthead joke because his last name is Boner. He's just like <laughs> boner. Well, like I mean, at some like, point, wow. at some point after you know she sees him and he walks away, I don't remember what, why, uh, Wanda says it, but she she's looking at something and says, "Kick ass," and I was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah," because yeah. Kick Ass played her. Br-. And I'm like, "That's really that's meta upon meta. That's yeah, that's, yes, like, that's meta like, right up front. Super insider baseball. That one." Yeah. But at so, the end of the day, it's yet another Marvel product. You know, yeah. it's sure it's the same Marvel you get. It's like there's there's the the light-hearted, magical sort of comedic Marvel, and then there's the 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 gritty, real Captain Marvel, Captain America Marvel. You know, mm-hmm. Captain Marvel is actually more in the yeah, Captain Marvel sounds Uber like it's, it's in the Ant Man yeah. yeah. bracket. Yeah. yeah, that's the third one, or the Uber heroes, the the mighty titans of Marvel. And um, <laughs> I'm kind of bored with all of them now. Yeah, that was my problem with WandaVision. Is like the first five or six episodes really solid. They made it super interesting because it was just such a weird concept. And then by the last two, it's like, oh wait, we got to do the typical third act, blow them up bullshit. Skybeam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now you'll remember I was watching this with my wife, who was interested in the concept and 
has never seen a Marvel movie. Right? Okay, so she didn't know and that she's was coming. totally lost in the second half. At of one this point, thing. she she just said, "Okay, stop. What the fuck is going on?" You know, because and so I had to explain to her. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, I had to explain Ultron. I had to explain uh, Quicksilver. I had to I had to explain all this stuff, and the whole time she's just looking at me, not annoyed, <laughs> but I don't know. There's there's sort of a uh, behind her eyes, and yeah. she says, and when I finish explaining it to her, all she says, and you've watched all of these. It's like, of yeah, course. yeah, okay, that's what that look is for. It's, it's, <laughs> it's a loss of respect. Okay, yeah. I get, but unless you've watched them, it's like you've got no basis for telling people they're dumb for yeah. watching it. It's like you can't say it's dumb if you've not sat through the whole thing. And yeah, then, WandaVision yeah. is not your entry point to the Marvel yeah. universe. <laughs> yeah. That's what I that's thought like was so funny. Yeah. Uh, I mean, by the time we got to the final episode and uh, Vision is uh, fighting albino Vision, yeah, and right. They go. Sl- there's a point where they go slamming into the earth, and the smoke clears, and Vision is sort of locked in superhero pose, and mm-hmm. she exploded with laughter. It's like what? Like <laughs> she was drinking some water and just did a spit take. She was just like, "Oh my god! Oh my god! Hero pose. That's it. I'm done. So I'm she's done. <laughs> literally never seen a Marvel movie ever. Then she is. She is. She has aggressively avoided them. Yes. <laughs> Good for her. Good for her. Yeah. But still, yeah. what 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 was so fun about WandaVision after after the first few? And I I felt like they gave up on the conceit of not not showing their cards way too early. But what what in the end was so great about it was this was Kevin Feige and the MCU producers just fucking with the audience like constantly that that Pietro thing being being one of the best examples, right? They they know exactly what's going to happen with their fandom for a full week after they <laughs> dropped that nugget. Yeah. And they just, they just throwing bombs at the internet and watching people lose their goddamn collective minds and, and laughing at us the whole time. Well, I like, yeah. I enjoyed that. I like that they did stuff like, uh, Captain Rambo who becomes spectrum. Like at one point drop, just like in one episode, just did a throwaway line where she knows an aerospace engineer and everybody right. lost their shit and like, oh, Reed Richards, they're going to introduce the Fantastic Four. And then you build up the hopes and then they don't deliver on those hopes and the fans get pissed off because the shit that they made up that they wanted to see didn't actually happen. And that was like yeah. every episode of WandaVision was something mm-hmm. like that. And it just made me laugh every week watching the chatter. Yeah, <laughs> I, 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 I kept thinking this is just I, I, like right down to naming the, the dopey thing sword. As opposed to you know mm-hmm. Shield, it's mm-hmm. like this is an this is an Agents of Shield kind of sidebar spinoff. Just uh, well, I mean, I almost would have enjoyed no, but I would have enjoyed. I, I don't care. I, it was dopey. I mean, I, her name is probably yes. actually Rambo. Also, that was oh, entirely there's, too there's, distracting. Believe it or not, there's a comic that's Agents of Smash. S M A like yeah, <laughs> as an acronym, and oh, it's a Hulk man. thing. Yeah, yeah no, th- good, it, good yeah. Times. yeah, it's dopey. I, I, I think I would have enjoyed this much more if we had never left, left Westview. We had, and to the point that w- we were questioning what the reality was. Yeah. It's like at some point early on, they let you know that there is a viable, existing, hard reality where, you know, gravity is, you know, 3.141415, you know, meters per second. It's just, it's, everything is normal. Um, 
No, no, no. Like, make me think we're just in Looney Tune land. You know, that <laughs> yeah, it was almost a horror show the first yeah. couple of episodes. It was. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, yeah. Twilight Zone. Yeah. And, and that they gave up on that. I wish they had never given up on it. It's like, exactly. Like, you could even have, uh, uh, you know, John Rambo come in and be like, there's a whole other world outside. And that would have been interesting because is she lying? Well, but if you do that, right. then it runs the uh, risk of turning into something like Last Action Hero. You know what I mean? It's how it's it, well because you just start bringing in all this random stuff, and then it kind no, of loses loses track of itself. That's kind no, of that, no. That's the thing. It's like Last Action Hero starts in a grounded reality and then goes into the fantasy. This one, we're starting in the fantasy, and we wouldn't know which way was up. You okay. know, that's it'd be more like. Um, be more like Total Recall, where the guy shows up and yeah. says, if you don't get out of here, you're going to die, and they never quite tell you whether or not he's lying. So basically, <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger casts a large shadow over WandaVision. Oh, I, I like to say Philip K. Dick myself. <laughs> yeah, well, you do like and the, the thing they the thing they wimped out on was they could have just gone full on, Wanda is now a villain, and the rest of the Avengers are going to have to deal with her ridiculous power. Yeah. By the end, and they they wimped out on that. Well, no, they they set it up for the future by saying, you're the prophesied one, you know? And in these dopey fuck things, every time somebody has a prophecy, it's always true. Wouldn't that be great if, like, for once, somebody said, (laughs) the the prophecy, though, what about the prophecy? You mean that guy who had those 892,000 other prophecies that didn't come true? I I, I bet just, just, like, yeah sort of the broken clock is right twice a day way some of his prophecies came true but why would this one i also got to say i'm i'm disappointed about them doing albino vision because again no stakes nothing no one can die and stay dead uh-huh. in this stuff well yeah. except and yeah it's like except stay he's dead. he's the sort of the logical conclusion of what they set up earlier it's like if you take what was it the mind stone i get whatever the fuck it was but when you take the mind stone out of vision do you still have vision? And so I think that's where they're sort of exploring that because he's no longer got the whatever infinity stone. So it's just the robot AI, whatever. Sure. But Uh, you know, uh, there's no stakes. (laughs) Oh, you never stakes. Yeah. Then don't watch it. It's don't watch it. I mean, yeah, we can, we can get into that once we, you know, cut over to, uh, our, our Zack Snyder's justice league discussion certainly nah. <laughs> okay. unfortunately anyway. there's two more people who've got fresh shit before we can do that eric yeah and one of them's brian in, so yeah. one of them's um, brian uh, i will i will right. cease there chris what you got uh nothing i watched the first episode of falcon and the winter soldier because it was on okay that was one of mine so let's uh, do that and i don't really have much to say about it yet because it was just uh your typical first episode set up and it was just one giant exposition dump <laughs> from yeah. start to finish so i'm waiting for the second to kind of find the groove and see none if it's of the work trailers well. for falcon and the winter soldier have done it for me i'm i've been going okay i guess this is one for the for the football men in the audience yeah. who are it's, like i don't want to watch all this girly feeling yeah. comedy sitcom it's their, shit Boop, it's, blow something up you yeah know? it's their their take on lethal weapon is the way i sort of mm-hmm. took it on the trailers uh, so we'll see but it's definitely their most uh, typical Marvel in any respect because it's just you know action 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 well, like I'd say it's 
the three tracks the yeah. fantasy magical track the 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 hard sort of uh, gritty track and the uber hero track yeah yeah so we'll see yeah. but but i like that the shows are sort of exploring uh narratives that they couldn't probably do in the film so much and these are all about like wandavision getting over grief and in falcon and the winter soldier i mean they're obviously dealing with some uh post blip stress yeah, a lot uh, so of they're, PTSD and yeah. Falcon and Winter Soldier. So they're exploring a lot of that stuff. But I was watching the first episode, and it just struck me. I'm like, apart from Thor, uh, Winter Soldier is probably the most tragic character in this entire filmic universe. Uh, oh, yeah, he got fucked. Because he got shafted. <laughs> I mean, Thor, I still say, because he literally lost everything. Everything. And he's just, yeah. you know, that's just depressing. But Winter Soldier, Bucky, it's just, oh, God. Like you look at his arc and it's like in this very first episode, it's like him sort of trying to make amends for all the people that he killed when he was winter soldier. It's like, how do you do that? You can't. I was, I was actually had a problem with that when he's in with the shrink and you know, they're, they're talking about him, I guess what atoning. It's like, he didn't do anything. He Mm -hmm. was used. It's like, you know, it's, that's, I, 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 I don't know. It's like, it's it's like if you're counseling a woman who was sold into slavery and then getting her to, you know, atone for all of the, you know, unmarried Things sex she'd... she had. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's it's not like he had any choice or agency. Why does yeah. he need to atone at all? Exactly. So, and uh, because it's a condition of his pardon, because the Winter Soldier got the only pardon in history with conditions attached. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah well yeah yeah because he's the winner's old i don't know. <laughs> i'm just yeah, saying I, that that form of uh therapy is deeply flawed it should be more like no 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 you didn't do anything you were used you're a victim which yeah. is true <laughs> i i guess the thing that's killing me is like the foreshadowing is so so like simplistic on this one like there's no way that this series doesn't end with Sam taking on the mantle of Captain America and taking the shield. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. so clearly the end of the series, and we've known this from, like, frame one. But And now it's just, we got to sit through. And the Uncle Sam thing was on the nose, too. But um, did you... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But did you... Did you... I mean, the, okay, that the first episode ends with our new Captain America right. makes me think... They have some form of not not the government, but like Marvel has some form of an idea of how to make Sam super soldiery. Because I had said at the end of Endgame that uh, S- Steve giving yeah. you know him that shield was basically him handing him a death sentence because he he's not Captain America. He can't well, jump but- out of a plane without a fucking parachute. The best evidence I can give that, that you might be right there is that apparently we've got a bad guy who's super soldiery because he can kick people like yeah. across the street. Yeah. So they're so, going to we'll super see. soldierize Sam and then have a new blo- Captain America. And it's like as long as he's actually <laughs> got a, a, some version of the super soldier, fine. But. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that. Yeah. Anyway, I didn't hate it. I thought it was better than I was expecting, but it's got a lot to prove to me, and I'm I'm kind of counting the days until it's over and Loki starts later this summer. Yeah. <laughs> Although I didn't realize that Owen Wilson was in Loki until like two days ago. 
Yeah. <laughs> so now I'm like, mm, okay. You didn't uh, see the the preview, the DB Cooper thing? No, I haven't. I don't watch the previews when I can help it because it just uh. ruins the surprise for me. So, you know. All right. So is that your fresh shit then, Falcon and the Winter Soldier? Chris? Yeah, I won't go anything else. Nothing else interesting. So yeah, we'll just go with that. All right. I got one more thing. It's a movie. Uh, rented the new adaptation of Blythe Spirit this week. Um, Blythe Spirit, uh, yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun. It was Dan Stevens as a screenwriter in the, I guess, late 20s, early 30s. Um, and his, his, uh, he's married to Isla Fisher, and they, they go see a medium played by Judy Dench. Who Dang inadvertently brings back his his dead wife's ghost, played by Leslie Mann, and the dead wife. First of all, all of his writing he was plagiarizing from her. She was doing all the writing, and um, and she hates being a ghost and spends the rest of the movie fucking with everybody. And it was fun. <laughs> uh, I just I think it's always funny to me that the 1945 version is directed by David Lean. Because he's known for all these epics, but when he started, he was doing shit like this, and it's like night and day. Because there's no sweeping landscapes or anything. So anytime I think hear something like Blythe Spirit, that's the first thing I think of. I don't know why. Yeah, this one is this one is beautifully shot. The actors are obviously having a lot of fun. I guess our lead, uh, Dan Stevens, is from um, Downtown Abbey. <laughs> and Legion. That show. Legion. Yeah, he's also in oh, okay. the the man who invented Christmas. The Movie about Dickens doing uh, a Christmas story, Christmas tale. Anyway, he he yeah he has a good presence. D- Judy Dench has a lot of fun just being a kook, um, but not like not overly flamboyantly so. She's more like you know a fraud who's surprised it finally worked. Um, <laughs> it's like it, Wh- it's Whoopi Goldberg stuff. in the in Ghost. I think is what that yeah sure. is based on. It's you know what I mean for. <laughs> Whoopi Goldberg is based on the Blythe Spirit character, I assume yes. you mean. But anyway, yes. okay. Yeah, it's it's fun. You could you could do worse. If you were going to go to a movie theater and eat popcorn, you'd have been good good with this one. It sure shit would have been better than the Courier, apparently. I don't know about that because when I went to see the Courier, I was I was I had no problem eating popcorn. None. <laughs> it's like, that's literally why I'm here. That's all you have yeah. to tell the people. Yeah. I'm here for the fucking popcorn. Uh, anyway, that's the fresh shit. Let's get on with the show. Oh, totally. For the record, this this episode will be four hours long because we're gonna go beat by beat. <laughs> oh no! Okay, but, wait. We but, all you know, have to slow no, our cadence. I'm gonna spend down a lot of time today defending this film. This. I can feel that already. Well, I'll t- I'll tell you this, Eric. I'll tell you this. I didn't hate it. I was shocked and gobsmacked that I didn't hate it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's actually entertaining. It's a fast four hours, if I dare say that four hours can be fast. Right. Uh, but it could have been a three-hour no. movie. No, it's no four problem. hours because like, it's all slow motion. No. <laughs> yeah. no <laughs> look, it up. here's the thing. You've got, you, you've got basically, you're, you're, you're making, in essence, an Avengers clone. Okay, like the yeah, first sure. Avengers film, which had a movie for four of its six principles leading up right. to it. Right. Uh, this time, 
you've you know this one is really part three in a trilogy where we've been sort of eking out information about one character and then a second and third character and now we've got six and we've got a we still have motivations to sew up on our first three and introduce three more and what i liked about this film is it took all the time that it needed yeah. because the thing i hated about the original justice league was that it was completely unearned, right? Yeah. It's like Cyborg I, no, exactly. shows up and bada bing, he's Cyborg. You know, what do you want? I'm Cyborg. Can't you? This is a cyborg, cyborg movie. This movie is yeah. about Cyborg. The, the first one is, you know, it's just there's nothing. And I don't think it's even a Cyborg. Cyborg gets a lot to do. But the thing is, they all do. It's They all really get enough time. I loved the whole introduction of Flash which takes place like 40 minutes in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, 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 the way they paced this, I thought was great. Um, I, I liked that it didn't have all of the unnecessary comedy from the, yes. the other one. Yeah. Well, I, yeah. Th- yeah. maybe that's the other discovery is that we're tired of Joss Whedon. Oh, beyond. This tired. is clearly better than the theatrical Joss Whedon finished Justice League. No, yeah. hands down. Yeah. Definitely better. Well, and I'll tell you, I had, I honestly just forgot everything about that theatrical release. I mean, I saw it and I literally didn't remember anything. So I watched this four hour version and I liked it. And then I started sort of in the back of my mind going, oh, wait, that's new. That wasn't in this. And so I had to go back and watch <laughs> the two hour version just to get a comparison. Did you though? I did, did because because I wanted to get a, a, a hardcore you know, apples to oranges comparison. You know, you're, and good God, good God, that two-hour version is a <laughs> big pile of fucking poop. You know, it's, it's funny when I finally saw that, and I I saw you know on Amazon or whatever I rented it. Or, you know, um, I did not go to a theater, but people I respected told me this one's actually good. And Who said I was that? Like, I don't remember. I mean, it's so long ago, but like maybe. You, I don't know, but some oh, idiot no. told I me that. Probably said it was fine or something like that. Something yeah, like but... that, serviceable. But I, I, I was like, okay, let's let's see what's up. And I remember being so gobsmacked that the next day I watched it again because you know it's I already paid for it. Let's. And I thought, no, this is awful. This is it's, really yeah, awful. It's terrible. It's just just trying to smash that fucking thing together. No, you will fit. Is basically yeah. what I well. That's felt the problem. The is it? Just, yeah, it's the studio going. Well, we've got a hard runtime of two hours. Go, and yeah. then you know it's like, well, let's just cut everything, and then you end up with like you say, everything is unearned. It's like here's here's the villain. He's doing villainy things for something, and then we have to stop him, and then go, and then it's yeah. literally that's the whole movie. They spend like forty five minutes to an hour getting the Justice League together even though we have no clue who half of these people are based on the movies that have already come out. And then, mm-hmm. oh, now we're together. Uh, let's bring back Superman. Uh, and then 20 minutes later, we're fighting the baddie and it's over. I mean, that's the yeah. movie. And there it's like, was, there's nothing. I mean, and it's not even, it, it's like, okay, in, in this Zack Snyder version, they are very explicit. They say it three times, which is really smart because that you cannot forget it. There's enough repetition of the point that you know when we use this box, that asshole is going to know where it is and come get it, right? <laughs> right, and right. So Except for the last time when they really use it, and then he doesn't show up for like an hour. But well, okay. Wit, what, wit, what, which? 
This shit is sport. What do you mean? Spoilers. When Superman is revived, yeah, they 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 activate the box. Yeah. And unlike every other time when, like, you barely touch the box, boom tube shows up and there's, you know. No, well, uh, that's no, a mint. He shows, that's a up, for the, wolf. He that's shows a up for the first two because, you know, he shows up for all of them because of the, 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 the Superman scream. But what I'm saying is they say if we use this box, he's going to know where it is. He's going to come get it. And so they use the box. <clears throat> he comes and gets it. And then the clock is super ticking. We've got to get on this whereas in the theatrical release one he comes and gets it and then they go back to the bruce wayne manor they they hang out i think i think i remember wonder woman giving batman a shoulder rub it's like lots of time wasting (laughs) and yeah and i'm like wait isn't he gonna like now like kill the world now and oh yeah they didn't even <laughs> properly explain that in the original yeah. release no um yeah the total absence of dark side in the original was felt yeah. for sure exactly well that's yeah. the thing when you compare the two like this the steppenwolf character in the theatrical is just i mean he's just window dressing he's just basically there i mean it's all he's just generic villain in this looks version, a little thanosy let's face yeah. it he looks rather thanosy yeah. in the original or, Whereas in the new character design, he looks like the whatever the thing is from Thor, the the eye beam monster robot thing. It's got that vibe. Yeah, yeah. But that uh, plus Transformers, yeah, a yeah. little bit. But in in the four hour version, they actually give care to Steppenwolf's motivation, his backstory, and then you find yep. out that he's a frustrated middle manager who's getting shit on by his boss mm-hmm. and is just <laughs> trying to get back to the corporate boardroom. And I I found it so satisfying watching his development because suddenly he's got a whole purpose for his thing. He doesn't just show up, grab the box, and go away. I mean, he actually has to earn it. And then by the end, you find out that he's just he's just a middle manager and it's like, Oh, you're just a functionary for dark side. It's like, that is the saddest yet funniest thing I have seen in a superhero movie. And I don't know how long <laughs> it was just like, a, yes, yes. Yeah. And I also believe the dark tone worked this time. I mean, yes. because it was yeah. earned. It wasn't just dark for the sake of dark. It was dark because all of their motivations pointed them at dark. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean it, and yeah, the but consequences I couldn't ima- are all I dark. Couldn't, I could not imagine the the weedy quips in this version at all. I mean, it would just it, they're so off putting in the other version as it is. Mm-hmm. But like, you get like stuff like Batman going, "Oh, that's bleeding," you know. It's like, yeah, you just got your ass kicked by I, Superman. You know, it's like, come on, man. They're just they were just dumb. They're there just because he's Whedon's trying to do Avengers all over again. Whereas yeah. this so, was a totally different. Well, that's what they hired him for. I mean, they, right. they, I, I know they were like, okay, we've got this film basically in the can. We have his notes. We can hire fucking anybody really to compile it because it was, I think, all but shot. I don't think they added a lot, right? They didn't have to shoot much more. Or if they did, they, shot they had a lot this. more. Yeah. yeah. They, they okay. did a bunch of reshoots for like four or five months to piece it together. So yeah. Well, they, but they had the notes. All I'm saying is they could have just, you know, done his film instead what they said was I-, I wanted an avengers kind of fun popcorny movie why don't we hire someone to just fuck this up completely you know <laughs> and they did and they did yeah yeah actually now so, that you mention it yeah there are several shots of ben affleck not looking like buff and muscular because you know they they had to reshoot stuff 
Yeah. Well, there's like that whole garbage with like the family, the one family near the nuclear reactor and yeah. shit in the yeah. original that uh, was just why all of well, that was stupid. No. Well, that and the 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 parademons like smell fear, and then suddenly Steppenwolf gets his ass whooped, and now he's scared, and then the parademons turn on him. That was the dumbest ending. Yeah. It's like I'm so glad they got rid of all of that. All yeah. of it. So here's the thing about the 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 Zack Snyder version, like. I, I think it, and, and they even structured it this way, like they have chapter titles in this thing, right? Mm-hmm. It, they should have just made it an actual, like, binge it streaming series well, here's, and not a movie. Well, here's the deal. Zack Snyder addressed that in one of his interviews. Basically, it, it vol- involves a whole shit ton of legal wrangling, and then suddenly it's like, who gets the rights? How do you do the pay structures? There's a lot of oh, legalese involved. okay. So they just put it all as one and to me, it's like, that's immense, because you could literally just go in and watch it, part one, stop, go do your thing, yeah. and then come back I, and watch part two. I guess, I guess, yeah, it's down to you to decide whether or not it's going to be a TV show you binge yeah. or a movie, but I think you have to watch it as a film. I think you have to watch it soup to nuts, because that's how it's paced. I would have, no, but see, that's not how it's paced, and that, that was yes, like my, one of the first notes I wrote <laughs> down. I, here's my raw wow. notes from the movie. One hour and 20 minutes in. Now, there has been a Wonder Woman's action scene. There has been a big battle in Themyscira. There has been a big battle from the past. And there was a whole flash scene, and I feel like nothing has happened. The only shots of Batman are from Batman 5 Superman, and we're an hour and 20 minutes in. It, it that's, just, I'm like, that's what I'm saying, get though, to is that, it. Like, you, can't, you can't watch it as a TV show because it's busy building, you know? But it's not building with waypoints the way, you know, a, a, an episodic television series would. You could, you could do it like part one, part two, part three, but then you have to start all over again with building that tone that the last part created, you know? It's like maybe there aren't enough events piling up, but you look at something like Lawrence of Arabia. I hate comparing this to Lawrence of Arabia, but if you you know look at Lawrence, that's four <laughs> hours long for a reason because there's but, a lot of shit to connect. Eric, my, my my thesis was there was plenty of stuff. There were I just listed like four or five big action set pieces. They could have made each one an episode around, and and I I think I would have. It could have been the exact same thing. Just take the chapter breaks and make them separate files on the service. I would have approached the material with a different set of expectations. I'm getting antsy. I'm like, it's been an hour and 20 minutes and nothing has happened. Even though all this shit has gone down, if I had watched it as a series, I wouldn't have had that attitude. Yeah, See, I, I, I guess I guess I'm yeah. just saying it's not it's not the there there aren't enough, you know, action breaks. There's plenty of actiony things. I'm saying the the emotional through line of all this stuff has to be no, taken at once. You're, you're still I not think. getting me. You're, I'm not talking about I need more action. Uh, well, not, the really plot had it. not gotten started. The plot wasn't going yet. Well, but see, Brian, I think you're getting hung up because it's you're you're asking it to be a movie movie when this is so not the case because A, it's pandemic. Yeah. This thing's not getting released in a theater. No one's going to watch a four-hour movie in a theater. Uh it's designed to give you a bingey experience. You just don't have to press pause. You don't have to stop, yeah. etc. cetera. Uh, but also, Zack Snyder's motif is going full tilt, turn it to 11. These are basically gods fighting. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it's like his version of the Odyssey, that sort of thing. And it needs to 
just be big and massive and epic from the get-go. And I didn't have any problem with any of what you just described for that first hour and a half or whatever, because it's all about building that mythos and then getting to the next step. I think that is the word that's been missing from all this, epic. This is, you know, Mm -hmm. probably the first epic in 20 or 30 years in terms of scope, time spent, uh, you know, these the breadth, depth, and width of what they're, you know, trying to do with all this. Right. It's like, it's big. Yeah. In every way, it's big. Except the screen size, but you you yeah. know what I mean. Don't get <laughs> yeah, me wrong. Yeah. I, I did have a good time watching it. I just think that it should have been three hours, not four. Well, yeah. I mean, this is literally like everything that got cut from the original version has basically been restored. So this, so I, I heard it described this way. This is like basically the more or less the assembly cut that happened on the first Justice League before Whedon came in and had to start just ripping everything to shreds. Uh, so it's kind of got that vibe. I think it could have been good at three, three and a half hours, and there wouldn't have really been a whole lot dumped that we would have missed. Because uh, I mean, at times it did get a easily, little long, but you know. I think you can easily cut a lot of the, you know, the post-ending. Like, like if you ended it on oh, the yeah. hero shot... You know, you could have you, you you could have stood to lose all that stuff. Though the nightmare scene with Joker is really one of my favorite moments <laughs> in this. It is. It I is. Absolutely great. And, loved that. And the thing that they're setting up there. I mean, obviously, we're in full-on spoilers for Justice League here at this point, but um, they're setting up the injustice storyline where Superman is the bad guy and he's pissed off because Batman allowed Lois to die. To the point that he mentions other timelines. So once again, Zack Snyder being like, if I'd have had my way, asshole Superman would still be an asshole. (laughs) In fact, he'd be the villain. (laughs) Well, I mean, not only that, but I mean, they actually set up the whole Flashpoint storyline for the Flash when you find out he can go back in time. and That's that's still coming. But but that's what I'm saying is that they've got Probably all not. these threads that they're throwing in. No, it's uh, in production. Oh, whammo! Uh, so you know it's just funny uh, that they've got all of these threads. But I'm watching and I'm going. So basically, this is like uh, Zack Snyder redoing what he did on Watchmen, but doing it for the actual characters that everybody knows. Yes, and that was the other thing that yeah. got me was yeah. like Watchmen is supposed to be viewed as a as as kind of a deconstruction of this kind of movie and yet he's using the same cinematic language, the same like the needle drops and the montages, you know, there's like this Icelandic music video towards the beginning of the it's, movie for some reason. Yeah, did you expect Bjork to come out? I did. Yes. I'm like, where are the sugar cubes? Come on, man. <laughs> but it's just uh it's a funny exercise because the whole thing the Snyder Cut came about because the fan community just went ballistic when they heard that there was this other cut and then just started yeah. screaming and screaming and then just ramped up the noise on the internet until finally they caved. But I think this is the perfect time for something like this. Like if this were any other time than, you know, a year after COVID, I don't think it would have happened. But I think Warner mm-hmm. just said, well, fuck it. We'll throw $70 million at him. Let him finish this cut. And then we'll see what happens. I think so it's a glorious we, experiment. You know? We now have two examples of Chris Terrio being the screenwriter for a movie that is give the whiny fanboys on the internet what they want. The previous one <laughs> was The Rise of Skywalker. And now we have Ooh. this. 
I'm telling you, I mean, it worked this time because Zack Snyder has talent and he had a vision and he wanted to see it through and they gave him all the time and money he needed to do it. Um, but I don't know, from a precedent-setting standpoint, the whole we're just going to pander thing is is kind of worrisome to me. Yeah. Is it? Well, this could definitely could have backfired in a big way. So they, I think, they took a risk. You see, I don't know about, maybe, maybe it is, but at the same time, I think it sets a potentially positive uh, uh, one of going back and fixing shit that, you know, got broke for dumb reasons, you know? Like, I, I, I'm curious, right. could Batman v Superman really have been that bad at the pitch point? Like when, when they were, when they were presenting the idea, it's like, give me a script. This is horrible. Let's shoot it. Yeah. I, I, I have a feeling something else went on, especially given how Justice League sort of transitioned from fuck all horrible, worse than Batman v Superman in a lot of ways to something I, I am not ashamed to say I really enjoyed. Uh, but then like, 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 like what the two guys who made Solo. Is their footage still lying around? I'd like to see it. If somebody wants to throw it on an avid editor and put together a solo. Yeah, so we need the the Lord and Miller's solo uh, Star Wars story. Coming soon to Disney+. Plus. Well, sitting through this thing, it it did strike me that it's also... uh, This one definitely benefits from the fact that uh, they've gotten all of these other DC movies that have come out even though that wasn't part of the plan. I mean, this was basically when this first came out, we what got man of steel and then we got Batman V Superman and then we got wonder woman and then we got justice league. And so Wait, suicide squad was in there. I think before wonder woman, I, I honestly don't remember. Uh, I didn't yeah, see it one. was, it was okay. So again, I think there's a lot of good in this movie, but I do, I do want to nitpick some stuff if that's okay. Yeah, please. I want to talk about, Martha Kent and Lois Lane, because they are the worst part of this movie by a lot. What do you have against, uh, what do you have against women, man? Uh, what does Chris Terrio and Zack Snyder have against women? Okay, Martha Kent. First of all, her whole deal is, at the beginning of the movie is she has to sell the farm. Yeah. Now, Batman's out there going, I made a promise to him on his deathbed, and yet he couldn't save Martha, right? Why couldn't Bruce... Bruce Wayne do what he does do at the end of the movie, which is to just, you know, help Martha out with the rent on the farm. Like, why yeah. is this even a thing? Yeah. And, and if he loves matter, Superman so much, why doesn't he keep tabs on his mom? I mean, he seriously. did pay for them funeral, so he knows where she lives. Yeah. And the whole deal he didn't, you know, and the fight was about Martha. So come on. Like, why did you say Martha? Why did you say Martha? <laughs> but, but even without Bruce Wayne. Okay, everyone around the world is mourning the death of Superman. Martha Kent can't make money just going on TV and doing interviews about her dead Superman son? <laughs> Whoa. Like, I don't think that Whoa. part's public. Whoa. <laughs> I don't think <laughs> well, maybe know not. that. Yeah. Okay, but I had, I had a note later on. Why is Lois in the movie, right? Like, first of all... Because she's the secret! Lois is the key. Yeah, well, Lois is she's the, the key. key. Well, because she's pregnant, and and so now we have to talk about Man of Steel and Woman of Kleenex again. <laughs> I love because I love the fact that her uh, pregnancy test was branded force majeure. That just made me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you did. <laughs> right. So you know that baby kicks and she is dead. Right. Like forget it. Well, you know. But you know. 
they, they and and they were so on the at one point they actually I made the note it was the line was the mother box is ready cut to pregnant Lois yeah yeah like immediately well yeah um yeah but 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 seriously the only function she had in the movie really was to be the one thing Superman recognized after his rebirth and her being there was like contrived and and I thought was maybe a Whedon thing but apparently not. Well, but the way they she just had no purpose. Well, the way they did it though, if, when you watch the Whedon version, it's really terrible because it's like Batman just has her in the wings, and then he just trots her out like a fucking puppy, and then everything's like, okay. He knew this was going to happen the whole time. Yeah, and so he said, uh, "Lois, I need you to stand over here during this exceedingly <laughs> dangerous situation, and then yeah. I'm just going to toss you out in front of him. You so, cool?" Uh, so at least they corrected some of that, but you know, it's. For a movie about the Justice League, they spend an inordinate amount of time without Superman, and so I think Lois and Martha are kind of just the the proxy stand-ins for Superman until they can actually bring him back. So, you know, yeah, I, I, they're there to keep this the idea of Superman alive in the movie, I guess. Yeah. Then, so it's they, uh, there is a Pete Holmes sketch. Pete Holmes had just like a ton of fucking hilarious Dark Knight spoofs. Right, go on YouTube and look up Pete Holmes. Uh, Pete Holmes Batman but there is one where he does one where he's Batman and Superman shows up and says I want to partner with you and he's like why I mean what what one thing can I do that you can't do you're Superman you're completely (laughs) overpowered why in the hell would you partner with anyone and that's that's kind of what this this movie was structured so that these heroes could be heroing without Superman around now that they've cleaned that up, how the hell are they going to do another Justice League? Because it's basically just, uh, send out Superman again. Yeah. Well, apparently they're going to do deck, Injustice, right? So Superman will be the bad guy. Maybe. But no. Or at least that's what Snyder I was setting it. up with his nightmare. No, they were, I, I, they were setting up the dark side thing. Uh, no, no, that is... was literally that was literally injustice. Like the video game Injustice yeah. has that plot. Okay. There's a comic but series. That's if a, that's that... a thing is a film that they are intending to make, then you've got two problems. One, we're one of two problems. One, we're making a film that is basically the dream of Bruce Wayne, right? Like maybe in the opening titles, yeah. he lays down, has a cup of hot milk, and then, <laughs> you know, you go into the movie, and then when it's over, he goes, ha, phew, glad that was a dream. And if no, if it's actually going on, then that means that Bruce Wayne is psychic across multiple right. universes. That was my thing. Because in Batman v Superman, <laughs> he's got that, like, where the flash comes at him. It's just, Lois is the key. Yeah. It's like, well, but that's the- just it. Lois is the key to that. Yeah. If Lois dies, then Superman's going to be bad. Yeah. You know? But but he's got that yeah. premonition, of course- and they play it off like a yeah. dream. And then he's got this other one at the end of justice league and it's like so what the fuck is going on with bruce wayne now it's like is he just like is he just premonition things i mean it's just like and hey. I, at that point i said okay yeah i as much as i love the whole joker confrontation in this this is some fat that can definitely be cut this is definitely Zack snyder going you know it'd be awesome <laughs> yeah everything with martian manhunter in this movie should have been cut yeah well that yeah. was it was definitely why? shoehorned and it's it's the only thing I really like about this conceptually, this four-hour version, is it's literally Zack Snyder just doing all the stuff that he was going to do to build the other sequels, 
And so you've got mm-hmm. all of these threads that just are not going to pay off because this one's not considered mm-hmm. canon. It's just its own thing. So you get these things like Martian Manhunter that just get plopped in and then move along. That was the one place where a joke would have been acceptable that they didn't go for, where he says, some call me Martian Manhunter. And he flies away. <laughs> for if, if Bruce Wayne had said, but like, there's, there's, there's no one on Mars. Okay, all right, cool, bro. And just goes my, back my, inside. My reaction was, so you just told me that you have lots and lots of names, and that's the one you want me to use? Yeah, yeah really. Yeah. Seriously, dude. That's that. Yeah, oh, another yeah, good bro. point. Yeah. <laughs> I like to call okay. you douchebag. What do you think of that? <laughs> <laughs> well, I like in the original version, he wanted to get Green Lantern, but Warner's wouldn't let him. Because they were still thinking that they were going to have a shot with Green Lantern, and like it became a whole now that deal. They fucked it up already. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that would have been a totally different dealio. But yeah, Ugh. the one God. one last note about Lois. At the very end, we have a scene where Superman and Batman, two big bad superheroes, are standing around not helping for shit, while old woman Martha Wayne or Martha uh, Kent and the pregnant. Lois Lane are carrying all the heavy boxes and moving into the farmhouse, and the men are just standing around doing jack. Superman's doing nothing. Yeah. What's yeah? Um, what is up with that Terrio guy? Jesus! <laughs> I I didn't even really realize she was pregnant until the second time. Yeah, I I they, they I, were subtle I, about I, it. I do think though, you know that uh, there is certainly a great possibility of doing something with you know. Lois dying, Superman going, you know, sideways and and siding up with Darkseid to destroy everything. Yeah. But again, if, if if all of this is what's actually going on and Batman is seeing the future and there's not an explanation <laughs> of that too. Uh yeah. It's just, also ugh. the only also the only excuse Batman ever had in Batman v Superman for using a gun was that it was a dream. Batman right. can shoot all the shit with a gun he wants in a dream, but in reality, he's supposed to be better than that. Unless he's playing Doom at the end of this movie where he's just whipping through all the parademons and it just looked like the new <laughs> Doom game. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, at least they did fix it a little bit. I mean, they got rid of that red tinge. They're no longer having to go save all of the useless people that are living in this nuclear yeah. reactor. Screw I mean, it's really useless people. Uh, you know, and the, and I, I don't know, one of my favorite things about this whole deal was that Wonder Woman got to kick some ass in a very major way. Like in the first sequence, she actually kills that dude. I mean, there's no question. She just yeah, fucking flat because, out kills a guy. I mean, it's like, yes. Okay, but in that scene, we've established she's faster than bullets. Couldn't she have just gone up to him and taken the gun? Did she have to blow the wall out and destabilize the building? Hell I mean, yeah. that was just to establish yeah. that she Hell had yeah. the little thing with the I was thinking, bracelet. yeah, it's like if you have the option to do less easily, then isn't doing more and, you know, turning him into like, you know, a, a, a slurpy paste blasting out the window. <laughs> well, isn't that murder at that point? Yeah. At yes. that point, I'm sorry, even if it's justified, you're a murderer yeah. too. Well, they did establish that she's the daughter of Ares, so maybe she's just got a little bit of that Ares spunk, you know? Alright. But it sets up, but it sets up later no when she... no problem with murder, yeah. mind you. I am actually a big <laughs> proponent of it. Well, it does... I think we need more murder. Uh, <laughs> well, it does set it up yeah. later when she actually beheads Steppenwolf as he's being tossed into the interdimensional portal i mean it's like at that point you're like okay well she already wasted that one dude in the beginning of the movie so i don't think this is out of character at all so you know whatever so 
So we established early on that Cyborg could just like control all the nuclear weapons on Earth. Mm-hmm. So why not do that? If you know where Steppenwolf is and he's in a nuclear reactor, summon all the nukes and just rain them down on him. Done. We're- he, he he did build his his uh his he built his church upon the altar of radioactive uh you know like a, a radioactive uh, 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 power plant you know sure. at Chernobyl yeah I mean that was the whole thing he was like I'm going to use this stuff for for my base of operations if he'd have thrown all the missiles at him I mean I think that might have made things easier for him. That's well, true, I mean, that's I true. would expect the explosions to have had some effect, but okay. Nah. Nah. And that book, that's actually a good question, too. Like, I'm, us- I'm building my base, you know, of operations here, and I'm using the mother... Well, yeah, okay, but your shield, like, can't take, like, a lot of, like, air-to-air missiles that are pretty standard firepower on military <laughs> aircraft. Yeah. Anybody could have shot through that thing. Who was he protecting it from? Birds? I'm not sure I get the logic. <laughs> well, you know. But, okay. But, cup, cup, go ahead. Uh, you know, they just touched on it. I'm not sure if you're, you're going to bring this up as one of your quibbles, but I love the fact that every time you have to illustrate how fast the flash is, you have to slow yes. everything down to the slowest of the slow. And the to- flash. <laughs> it's like, so he's the fastest man in the world, but we're going to make him the slowest guy on film. I mean, it's just always uh, yeah. funny to me. <laughs> no, no, this was absolutely one of my quibbles because, and again, compared to the Quicksilver from the X-Men movies, right? Yeah. Those scenes are cool because he was moving at normal speed and everything else was slow so we got the sense that oh he's really really fast in this the flash is moving really really slow and everything else is even slower slower. so you lose the whole speed thing and i gotta tell you when when ezra miller is portraying barry allen running as the flash he's like flailing his arms in this weird thing i'm like how what is the deal with your (laughs) how is that a run i mean it's just like phoebe from friends running through the park it's just terrible (laughs) (laughs) though i thought that was really dope when he went through the glass door in the pet shop yeah and he just touches it with his finger and goes that was that was hot. Uh, the that, best, that was good. Best joke I read and on the, the hot dog gag yeah. in that was the best was joke I read about the window the smash was that it's uh it it's like how do you know Barry Barry is uh part of Microsoft because Windows doesn't support Flash. I mean it's like boom. <laughs> <laughs> but um, dumb. oh yeah. that's good. Oh, yeah. That's good. Bam. No, okay, couple more couple more small quibbles. While we're on the flash. So his dad's advice is whatever you do, don't waste your life being a well-paid lawyer. Like don't finish that criminal justice education of yours. Like it's a waste. Uh, Okay, cool. I think he was, Uh, I think he was trying to say, if you're going to do it, do it for you. Not for me. Yeah. I know. But making (laughs) seriously. All right. All right. And then one other stupid piece of logic, the mother box in Atlantis is on a big pedestal with a with a spiral staircase leading up to it underwater where you could it's, just swim up to the thing it's ornamental come on <laughs> yeah but you got to you had to see like remember in the, the beginning in the first battle where they got all the mother boxes this is before the atlanteans retreated to the sea so oh, when they put it on that okay. portal they were still walking around on land <laughs> yeah. and then atlantis I, sank into the sea there you go i was so distracted by leonidas zeus in that scene that i couldn't think of anything else <laughs> but like 
It was like Zeus was so <laughs> from 300. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that during that first, that the, the, the I guess, original the Lord of battle the- for this, the mother boxes that man, the guy who directed the 300 is perfect for this shit. <laughs> it is so on the verge of becoming Lord of the Rings. Yeah. And Ugh. yeah, you, you almost need that sort of lack of self-consciousness. Oh, it was very work. Lord of the Rings. That, that thing. Yeah. Hardcore. Yeah. Well, that, that sort of segs into the, one of the things that I was saying earlier that it benefits from is the fact that, uh, we're watching it now and, you know, we've already st- at least got some idea of what these other movies have been like Aquaman, whatever. And when the first justice league came out, you didn't really have that background. And so this, I think benefits from a greater context, even though it's just accidental. True. True. Uh, yeah. So even, and I appreciate Which that. Which is what the Avengers had in the first place. Yeah. Backup single right. character movies. Right. Yeah. Cause you, you mm-hmm. mentioned that. So they actually had the, the three or four, whatever lead up to, the actual Avengers movie. And then, you know, it was all, it became shorthand. I think the first go around this movie suffered because it didn't have that really. So everything felt shoehorned in and perfunctory and it was just get to the next thing, get to the next thing. So then we can do this other sequel. That's what the movie felt yeah. like, but this, they kind of expand yeah. out the, the palette and then they take their time to give you the actual backstories for the people that got like, short shrifted. So it was, it was good and, to see. And, I've never been familiar with Cyborg. Cyborg as a comics character came out like yeah. way after I I was you know longer reading comic books. So I, I I you know he wasn't part of my you know. I only know him from list. Teen Titans Go. So yeah <laughs> yeah yeah. So like when they explain you know the the you know his his level of ability you know and, and the way he can tie into everything, I'm like okay that's pretty cool. You know, yeah. but I yeah, I didn't they, know they any did of right that in the first one. In the first movie, he's just like a, a flying robot guy. You know, flying yeah. robot guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but that also the, brings the, in uh, the other contextual thing, which I didn't really notice until I watched this ten-hour opus. Uh, <laughs> is that every single member of the Justice League has got some weird fucked up daddy issue and it didn't strike yeah, me until i so watched it's daddy like, issue but it's like every man. single one i went holy shit like that's their flow through for the justice league. diana <laughs> diana's only issue is she doesn't have a daddy well that's what i'm saying she ended up killing aries and wonder woman who was her dad and so you know there's that whole thing oh i i walked out before that i guess i didn't know that <laughs> okay <laughs> so yeah i i still think that first wonder woman is un unabashedly shitty oh, and at least it's better than the second one I, like this no the second one is unabashedly shitty <laughs> the <laughs> yeah. second one the second one is enjoyable in a way like if you look at the 60s batman tv show for its gritty realism right yeah <laughs> well it's yeah they went from the first wonder woman which was you know action blah 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 and then the second one was hey let's just redo the tv show okay i mean it's like <laughs> that's it uh, yeah. but this, but this idea that every single one of the justice league members has some strange daddy thing. It's like, that's just, that's worth exploring on some other tangent. And so it's true. You know, Superman is getting, is playing through basically the dad advice he got from both of his exactly. dads. He's yeah. And that's two goddamn dad. And that's what I went. Oh. And then cyborg basically gets the same speech on the voice recorder. Yeah. And so, and then Arthur, the Aquaman 
uh, you know, yeah, his, his big old dad issues. Yeah, because he's like half. Flash's dad doesn't want him to be a lawyer. So it's just, it was just strange <laughs> when I like it like clicked, but it clicked when I was watching the scene where both of Superman's dads are like, "You can be the blah 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 de blah de blah homespun wisdom here." I mean, it's just you know, it's like, <laughs> oh, shut up. So you know, oh god, uh, yeah. But- Amber Heard's British accent is embarrassing. Embarrassing, mm-hmm. but she is probably the most beautiful woman I have ever seen on film. <laughs> so fuck her it. Her look is so different from her look in Aquaman, though. Yeah. Right. Well, and so is her accent. Oh, I guess maybe that. I guess maybe that's it. As as uh, uh, Mira. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Mara, Mira, yeah. Myra. Like her hair is just a different color. Her yeah. armor is yeah. different. I, I think. I think. I think. Yeah, I've never thought much of her in any capacity, but in these uh, DC movies, you know, total Jamie Goodwin, just perfect. <laughs> uh, here, I'll tell you, um, I'll tell you one thing uh, that my wife said while she was half watching this thing with me, uh, and she couldn't get past it. When Aquaman meets Bruce Wayne at the beginning, and then they have their parting words, and then Aquaman takes off his wool sweater. And then swims away. Why? Yeah, she's why like, why does he have a sweater? She's like, why did he bother to take it off? And if you're gonna take off the sweater, why don't you take off the fucking pants too? It's like, why are you just taking <laughs> the sweater that, off? I why? actually thought, wait, where did you get the sweater? That, yeah. And then when the girl picked it up, I was like, <laughs> oh. oh, in every port, he's got a little bit of uh, wardrobe. Yeah, and they they just sort of hang on to it for him. <laughs> yeah, and uh. and rub their vaginas with it, I guess, because she yeah. was freaking out that she got to be the keeper. It's like of the, the Beatles. Yeah, yeah. It was just <laughs> it was just funny to get the outsider opinion. Yeah. You, you guys pick up the the little Easter egg that the college dean is named Dean Stanton. Oh, shut up. I didn't Harry Dean Stanton. Yeah, it's on his door. Dean Stanton. All right. Now I really hate this movie. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I'm done. I take it all back. But but yeah, overall, I was surprised at how much I actually enjoyed watching this because I just, I'll be on record, I do not like these DC movies overall. They're just, they're joyless and not fun. And then... This one sort of made the weakness the strength. It's like, yeah, this is joyless, but it's actually kind of fun. You know, you get the beat down, you get the the mythic superheroes. Uh, it it's yeah. just it's less of a Avengers clone this time out, which I appreciated the most. It's still there, but you know, it's not quite in your face like the theatrical. I went I went back and watched Batman v Superman like again. Yeah for mm-hmm. this show because I was like, okay, does this make me think I missed anything? And it is decidedly Zack Snyder's vision, mm-hmm. right? It is definitely not, you know, aping any Marvel movie, but it is also repeatedly punching you in the head for three fucking hours. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you know, I'd say that's, that's probably what makes this better is maybe he learned some kind of lesson about just let up, dude, just let up a little, Yeah, you know? <laughs> well, you know, it's just, it's hard because Marvel casts such a giant shadow over this entire genre now. And Warner is just playing catch up. And so you can't help but and start the things almost over. Yeah. <laughs> and you and and you can't help but just pick up the corollaries from the DC to what they sort of borrowed from Marvel just like in the comic books. But you know, you're looking it's like so Batman is basically Nick Fury but also Iron Man kind yeah. of and then Alfred is Jarvis and 
you know, this over here and this over here. And it's, and well, that's I like, mean, you, it was you, all like the same guys going back and forth yeah. between them too. I mean, like the reason Thanos and Darkseid are basically the, the same character as Jack Kirby, right? Yeah. Like, you know, but it's just, it's you just know, what you got, but I mean, if you're going to have a world ender, you might as well just do it. You know what I mean? So <laughs> shit. And I, I want to say, I want to say again, though, I, I do believe, I don't know that Ben Affleck is the best Batman but he's the best Bruce Wayne. Yeah, I, agree. I, I really agree. believe. I agree. I really believe he's some dude who at night puts on a suit and goes and does stuff. I don't buy him entirely when he's doing the stuff, but when he's you know setting the shit up, I'm like, yeah, good choice. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, what are you gonna do? You know, the other thing I'll say about this is, you know, I had read a lot of reviews that said, oh, the effects for the new shots aren't that good. But you know what? They're better than the effect shots for, like, all these movies from the early 2000s I've been watching. Oh, yeah. Like, it, you know, it it works. It works on a on on uh, even a fairly large TV. And, uh, you know, I, I, I didn't feel shortchanged by the whiz-bang of it at all. I mean, yeah. it, was, it was a Zack Snyder movie from that perspective. Yeah. Well, I mean, I knew what I was in for from the opening scenes when you get Superman's death scream and then the shockwave just goes on and on and on and on it's like dude we get it fuck we get it and he just kept going and then like five minutes later they start the rest and then you realize that oh it was to set up the mother boxes cracking okay it serves some sort of story purpose but jesus i i i am always a little annoyed when a sequel refers to something from the movie that happened before it that didn't happen yeah. in the movie before. That's <laughs> exactly. cheating. That's just exactly. cheating. <laughs> well, you know, what are you going to do? Uh, but hey, what, no. Whatever. But for all my nitpicks, I was entertained. I was pleasantly surprised. I thought it was going to be shit. Um, <laughs> yeah, I did. I thought it was going to be donkey. You know what I'm saying? It's just, oh. Yeah. But here's where it, but it still teetered on to just a little too, uh, too much i mean it's like a tighter version of this movie there's a tighter version of this movie i think you know maybe there is maybe there isn't but i think at the end of the day it's a bombastic epic superhero movie yeah Uh, there's no getting around that in some ways it's just going to be too much (laughs) for what it is i think they did a damn good job it literally is just a punch to the face over and over i mean that's that's zack snyder's oove i guess no it's no sucker punch. No. What is really? <laughs> well, I would say I did uh, I did read today, let me know what you think about this, that they're, now they're actually saying, and I thought it was bullshit, but apparently it's not, that they will actually be releasing this Snyder Cut in black and white next, as if that yeah, makes yeah, a difference. Yeah, he wanted to do that too. It's like, it was on. basically in black and white, yeah. so I don't see the point. Well, that was what I said when a, when a colleague of mine wrote, sent that article today. He's like, what do you think about this? He wants to do it in black and white. I'm like, that's his color palette. It's basically black and white as it is, so I don't really see yeah. a difference. Except you won't get like Superman's also, red eyes, you know? Yeah. Also, you know, if there's one thing you can say about Zack Snyder, he's self-involved. You know, it's <laughs> like he's going to make the you know the most, but because I say so, kind of artistic decisions. Yeah. So sure, sure, do it in black, do it in smell vision while you're at it. Who cares? Hey, uh, do it. In the, <laughs> I, I, yeah, do it in the original. I think Swedish. they need to. I think they need to give Zack Snyder the next Transformers movie. That's what I think. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Well, I will say this: that he he does actually make Michael Bay look like an infant. With his filmic I was capability, gonna, I was going to say, I'm yeah, I'm laughing because I don't know how they haven't already. 
you know? Right. <laughs> it's yes. Like that is a marriage, a marriage made in places where marriages are typically made. I mean, it's <laughs> corporate boardrooms. No, yeah. This is what I want to see. I want to see Zack Snyder do a rom com. That's what I want to see. <laughs> Zack Snyder's dinner with Andre. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <let's... laughs> so I don't know. Uh, but you know, you know. Uh, uh, oh, parting thought for me. Uh, just, I thought this was really interesting. Zack Snyder has never seen the theatrical cut of Justice League. Ooh. Yes. He, he, you know, he, he was dealing with, you know, the, the issues with his daughter at the time. And then later his wife and Christopher Nolan saw it and they told him, don't see it. You're not allowed to see it. Yeah. They yeah. completely just <laughs> shit yeah. on your film. Just don't yeah. even bother. Which makes sense, you know. But so, uh, yeah, good for him for getting it made. Good for him for getting his vision on screen. Well, you know, um, we we will probably. I mean, they are gonna memory hole the shit out of that 2017 theatrical release. Like, good luck finding that in a couple yeah. of years. Like, <laughs> this will be the only version of Justice well, League anybody circulates. Well, I love the fact that we uh, he made it, and he was very petulant about the making of it because he was pissed off that everybody shit all over Age of Ultron, which is just a dumb movie. And he thought that that would somehow he shit on age of yeah, time, but then he made yeah. this. It's like, come on, man. So you know, whatever. He, I remember at the time him saying, "I don't know what to tell you. I got bored. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I I shouldn't have done it. I didn't have anything left in the tank. Yeah, and is is he now canceled completely? I would What's hope so. Deal I hope he is. I don't know. I, I he'll make a comeback at some point. Don't call will, it a comeback. But... He'd been here for years. Don't call it a yeah. comeback. Oh, oh. oh. and Zack Snyder is going to knock you out by punching you in the face yeah. over and Sucker. over and over. Yeah. Okay. okay. So, uh, yeah, this is the Magnificently Huge podcast. We're doing stuff. And then, oh, my God, we actually had some new content to watch, like something that came out. It was we're talking about. <laughs> yeah. And maybe there will be more. So hope hope for the best in 2021, everybody, because we're going to come back every week and do this again. And if you've got some show ideas, Hit us up. Find us on Twitter. We are at MagHuge. That's M-A-G-H-U-G-E. Find us on Facebook for the Magnificently Huge Podcast. For the Magnificently Huge Podcast on Instagram. You can go to our website, MagHuge.com. Find all the old episodes, links to all, all of that stuff. You can find a link to email us, MagnificentlyHuge at gmail.com. And as, of, as always, it's a podcast. So, you know, could you subscribe to it? Could you rate it? Could you help us spread the audience? Could you share it on your social media feeds? We'd sure appreciate it. All right, that's enough. <sighs> we Mama said, four knock hours. you out. Why did you say Martha? Why did you say Martha? You're going to kill Martha. <laughs> You've got to save Martha. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God.